Welcome to the Crypt Files, everybody. Your once weekly follow up podcast to the hit D&D actual play show. The in at the end ranked number one across hearts and minds and souls all across the world. Uh, in this episode, we went to the Draken Reach and performed wondrous feats of bravery and boldness. Uh, Abdi Mazingo's a delightfully charming drawl uh, for once became a handicap. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, what a great little stretch of adventure, Alex. Thank you for putting that together. Uh, Dash, like for the first 30 minutes, just stole the show, man. He had me laughing so hard doing some of that role playing. Um, what are some standouts for the rest of you guys? Uh, yeah, I loved hanging out uh, with uh, Elias, going to talk to the Genasi dude. Uh, yeah. I just thought that was really, really fun. I'm glad. I'm glad Abdi is the kind of character you can just tag along, and like no one is really going to mind because he's just <laughs> going with the flow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is kind of like water in that way. He just kind of fills into whatever container he's poured into. Yeah, so it just kind of it works. That Bruce Lee vibe, you know? Didn't Bruce Lee yeah. say you got to be like like water? water yeah. yeah, like water. I also said that. Well, uh, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Bruce Lee said it, but I also said it. Uh, Caleb, what about you? Any standout moments? Uh, there were several. Um, a big one was Milo, <laughs> Abdi, the Pied yeah, that Piper. That was the weirdest situation. <laughs> it was so strange. Kids and taking them he, to a dark, creepy uh, clown he, tent. He took he's never the been throwaway home. line of down to the clown and fucking ran with it. So I think if any other character attempted to do what Abdi did, they would have been thrown in jail and like, <laughs> not yeah, allowed imagine, within 500 feet of a school. Imagine my children with me. Yeah. Imagine Elias's version of down to clown. Like, yeah. <laughs> definitely going to jail. Would have ended in jail time. Yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. For sure. God, yeah. I'm going to miss was, the show was, tonight. Was, I was really glad that there was like a clown tent and like all of these children and stuff. And I'm like, this is so perfect. Like it actually oh, yeah. fits like Obdi's personality, like yeah. really, really well. And I liked, I liked Alex uh, when he asked like, does he want to try to scare the kids? And I'm like, nah, man, <laughs> he's just going yeah, with the gone either way. Well, it was, yeah. It was dependent and on what I you loved, wanted. I loved when you're like kind of getting to know the clowns and they're, like life philosophy was essentially was the same. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, man, I could definitely be a clown. <laughs> I think Obdi should be a clown. I think that works. <laughs> isn't there isn't there some sort of bardic school of clownery or something? Clown like that? of satire, I think, uh, yeah. exists somewhere. Uh, um, think hits on that. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. No, I um, definitely enjoyed getting to hang out with the kids and. Uh, letting Abdi not be like seem as evil because he, he's really not evil. He just kind of like goes with the flow. And if the flow is good, he goes with the good flow. If the flow <laughs> gets evil, he, he goes with the evil flow. <laughs> so that was like nice. Alignment to, fluid. <laughs> yeah. It, it was nice that, you know, he was, he was, he, he was able to do that where he was a good guy. Cause yeah. that's what I wanted to be. He just, he is just like right on the line and he can go either direction because he is just that fluid exactly malleable yeah mm-hmm. it. Do, uh, do you have a lot of spells that are vocal components because uh, i was I just thinking couple. if if, yeah. if abdi had only vocal spells 
he would never get a spell off before <laughs> someone attacked him or <laughs> killed him or whatever. Yeah, that's funny. Every single one of my spells has a vocal component. Mm. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I was gonna um use try and use unearthly chorus Ooh. and try and uh like uh play the music and beguile the the dragon. I don't know if dragons are susceptible to beguiling or not, but I was thinking of using that. Sounds yeah, cool. I've got that spell too. Mm-hmm. I've used they it were before. susceptible to me shattering them like a little bitch. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I, I decided not to use it because they automatically succeed the beguile if uh if we attacked it. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys yeah, almost you all, guys almost killed that thing. Yeah, um, I went Obdi's like, guys, close. the flow is here. I was like, fuck yeah, the flow's here. We just knocked this bitch down. Why are we running? <laughs> yeah, that, you you took that thing out with the slow spell and and then just the damage on that thing. It was it was looking rough by the end of it. Um, good was, tactics yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, worked out. Uh, I really liked uh, Rat uh, coming up on Ashes of Esmodi is playing a chicken, (laughs) clearly trying to incorporate some kind of animal instrument. And they're like, what? No, it's shut up, dude. This was dinner. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a classic scene from like a 90s comedy when like the bad guy is trying to imitate like a remember when Shooter McGavin is is trying to do Happy Gilmore's swing. (laughs) It's like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly oh my god yeah yeah i wanted i wanted yeah the the first part of this uh, this session to to try and hit on some of the the other bands a little bit uh with that you know the the dungeon was was just a one thing and so yeah uh, i was happy to, to to see what the other bands are up to um, yeah this, when this i session. went over there i was really hoping that it would be ashes of asmodeus and when you confirm that it, it was like i had already won the <laughs> yeah you know it was like high ground mode engage you know no need <laughs> to soil my hands here like <laughs> um, yeah. so that was great i love that uh Is what it- did you guys think of the puzzle i've had that in my head for a long time now yeah that I was, a, cool it was a really good puzzle yeah. yeah i i think that if you ever run that for another group Make sure that they know that the third use of the scale opens the dragon thing. Sure, sure. You, yeah, were, okay. you did say that, but between running the puzzle and that happening, I'd sort of forgotten. <laughs> sure, that was the sure. that was the only thing that caught me off guard. Otherwise, yeah. that was a really like you know, every video game you've played has a puzzle like that where on one hand you're like not this puzzle again but then you're in it and you're like solving it you know like yeah. kotor has puzzles like that you know when you're playing knights of the old republic oh yeah dude i love kotor mm-hmm. yeah so uh yeah uh i yeah i really like the puzzle i mean you know i'm not yeah. like i'm not against puzzles i don't mind them like uh if it's if they're done well and it's fun and it's like you know engaging and yours is really engaging mm-hmm. and plus yeah. there was like a thing to figure out and yeah. you had all these other components like a timer there's this gate and a dragon. So yeah, it was fun. I like yeah. that there was other ways that we could complete it too. Like, yeah. Uh, Roman going after it and trying to take it apart and like put the coin into the yeah. slot. Like, that's I something thought that was a missing. nice touch. Yeah. That's something that yeah. misses from a lot of puzzles, you know, um, is another, yeah. is another route, you know, and we yeah. kind oh. of figured yeah. it out. So I think we could feel justified in brute forcing it a little bit. Like, even though we yeah, technically failed. Well, that's, yeah, Abdi mentioned that. Otherwise, Roman probably wouldn't have tried it. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's one of my favorite things about playing D anD D in general is is finding alternative routes to a solution, mm-hmm. right? And like getting to be like creative with your like 
like it was fun to be like, oh, c- could I try and use my forgery kit? Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, assuming there might be something in a forgery kit to identify real or fake coins and just, you know, tr- trying to be clever and come up with different solutions is, is fun. That's what I like mm-hmm. about d and I, I agree. Yeah, I've, I've heard the idea of uh, how to do puzzles in D&D is to have some odd scenario and then the players, whatever they think the solution is, that's the solution. Yeah. Like you as a DM, oh, you yeah. don't come up with the solution. You're like, if that's the direction they're going, just go with that. And that's the, you know, that's the solution. Because, yeah, they're classically a problem. Yeah. Um, is if you're looking for a single solution, you know, the as, as players, you never head that direction. You always go other directions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I put the timer on this so that, you know, if you didn't get it, then something else happened. That yeah, was, yeah. That's why I thought. I, that's why where I thought the timer worked well was in in, in that kind of puzzle case. Hmm. Oh, and for the record, in my head, I was thinking it was the first coin. Just, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out. Oh, well, okay. you know what's funny? That's <laughs> that's legitimately yeah. how my brain works. And when he's like, "We'll just call them one through 12. I was like, "Well, fuck it. We should just throw one." At, like that's just how my brain works. Like <laughs> I always rolled just a dice for that. One. Yeah. Uh, right before we started that, I rolled a dice and came up with the one. Wow. Because I was like, "I'm not going to know until we, you know, I'm not going to put any sort of English on this. I'm just going to leave it up to chance." Did, have you guys ever? Have you guys seen Squid Game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first like two episodes. So there, there's an episode where they all have to like pick a number or whatever. And then it turns out that's the order that they have to go across this like bridge, this glass bridge where like one panel always breaks. And I was like, first one, easy. I'd be there. You know, that's what me and my wife do when we're watching that stuff. I'd be like, yeah, I'd pick one. You know, and she's like, no, fuck that. I, I'd want to be in the, like in the back somewhere. Not the last, mm-hmm. but I had like a legitimate panic attack after that because I was like, I would have died <laughs> like, for, for sure. Like, and not just in a like a easy way like getting shot like no i would have fallen to my death yeah. uh, which would have been horrible um anyway not to bring it all down but that's what i i that's <laughs> i'm always thinking like number one baby grab number that one. coin what um, if you yeah, and that, that was the thing too do. is is you could have just done that you could have just tried three coins and seen it seen if it worked um because yeah this is a this is yeah a logic puzzle that this kept me up uh for like two hours one night i was trying to go to sleep and i tried to <laughs> figure out the answer and i finally did i'm like oh this is cool this is cool yeah um and so yeah i wanted to put it into a dungeon somehow but instead of trying to figure it out perfectly have the ability to actually interact with you know the things that are always in those kind of logic puzzles it's like there's this magic scale that can do this it's like well you could actually have that happen in D. yeah we can make this a reality right yeah that was great great work on that worthy addition uh, I hope you get to treat other gamers to that one someday. Um, was uh, I'm curious for the players, is there any abilities or anything like that that you guys have been like wanting to use that you haven't used yet? Yeah. Because as a creation bard, I have this fucking thing where I can just like make items and I've been racking my brain. Like I literally can just magically create an item for like a set amount of time. And there's like some rules to it or whatever, but I've I've been racking my brain this entire time to know when that would be useful. <laughs> and for this one, I was like, I guess I could try to make a a coin, but then I wouldn't know, you know, I don't know. Huh, interesting, uh, yeah. But I couldn't oh. think of anything fast enough of like how I could pitch that or you know. Yeah. So anyway. I was thinking of some convoluted way to figure out the weight of the coins by using like 
my hammers and heating the metal up and you know mm-hmm. using it's some sort chaotic. of <laughs> yeah because i know how to do all those things uh <laughs> no um, not the actual physical act of heating up your fucking hammers that's <laughs> not anything like you <laughs> no but the like the like idea of like i've got a solution for this let's heat my hammers yeah judge judge let's yeah. heat up the hammers and put them against the scales yeah, yeah. let's uh let's build a kiln hear me out one. yeah i mean i could have maybe uh, uh read the coins and if they were written in different uh languages i could use my eyes of the ruin keeper because i can read any writing mm, nice so that's I a good maybe done that that's a good warlock ability yeah mm-hmm. i've been using pretty much everything kind of using the whole the whole shebang of all my stuff i finally uh, got to use the shield thing so yeah that was cool that was not cool. knocking the dragon over that was yeah that was great that was a good end to the dragon Dragon slowly just tried to attack all of you guys and then just kind of got pushed over and was left there. Here's a phrase, Alex, that you said that caught my attention. Excellent performance on this creature. Uh, in reference to Rhett and his quibble, it just was an, <laughs> Excellent performance an, odd, on this creature. an odd string huh. of words. Uh, I do have some odd strings of words that, that I don't <laughs> think make sense a lot of the time. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, uh, I gotta I gotta jet. I gotta go pick Tina. Her car broke down. Oh, um, I'm sorry, sorry Tina. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know it's a bummer. I started overheating and stuff, so she had to like pull over. So, uh, all good. Yeah, We're sorry, I gotta bounce early. Landing, so you're good. We'll okay, uh, we'll wrap out. this up, but we'll catch you later. Cool. See you guys. Bye. Bye, Dash. And uh, great. Well, I was kind of gonna bring this in for landing, but is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, just that I got the stuff from Mimic's treasure shop and I'm oh, excited yeah. to get it hand delivered. Here's, here's mine. I got oh, that mine. looks cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they look good. Um, did, did everyone get a chance to see everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I look, yeah. yeah. I remember mine. Mine looked dope. Yeah. Milo, your dice. I don't know if you took a peek at them, but they are sexy. Yeah. They look really <laughs> cool. The, I'm excited. The, the sharp edge looks really, really clean. It's really yeah. cool. I, yeah. I kind of like sharp dice sometimes. Like people, do. people yeah. kind of knock it, but I think it's fun. I think they look really, really cool. But um, yeah, just the color combination I thought looked really, really rad. Like yeah. I was just kind of like offhandedly, like yeah, it'd be cool to have some orange dice. Like I don't really, I don't really play enough on a tabletop to like facilitate me using, you know, the 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 boards themselves besides being oh, a nice yeah, decorative yeah. thing yeah. but dice i could definitely use more dice anytime yeah <laughs> they got them um uh and the other thing i wanted to oh yeah so find them on etsy uh, mimics treasure shop and the other thing is more for you guys you three uh i need characters because mm-hmm. we're starting to run out of time with alex's campaign so yeah, we got alex, one more stop alex yeah. has a dope ass character so milo you and i got a lot of work to do yeah so do you guys think you could have me an actual character in a week yeah i need the prompt again okay i can send that yeah well for the listener <laughs> oh we're we're in the crit files yeah just yeah, give yeah. us a quick okay All i right. mean how about just give us a quick like elevator pitch 
Um, Unless you want to read it, in which case you're more than welcome to. I think but. it would be easier to read it. Um, I don't know how much I changed in what it says compared to what I sent you guys. See, Alex set the bar so high, Milo, that I was like, I... <laughs> I I keep like racking my brain for a cool character. I'm like looking through like fucking DMs guild for like cool, like homebrew, like classes and stuff now. And I'm just like, this is, I don't know. My best character I made up on the day that we started playing. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, that's was basically me too. It's like, <laughs> I'll play a guy that swings a sword, I guess. Never done that in this game yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I'm almost there. I'm but see, then what really has me tripping up, too, is thinking about if we go back to a long campaign, what am I going to play for a long campaign after having the freedom of just like throwing things right, out there, right. you know, and seeing I think that sticks. we've got to have a good run up to it so we can we can make those decisions, you know, with with a bit of time and together. I think that's what we got to do. That might be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just have my classic tropes whenever we do a long campaign. It's like, these are the types of characters that I like to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's kind of what I lean into as well. Yeah. All right, here we go. So Milo and anyone who cares, um, you enter a room. It's a lar- uh, it has a large table covered in maps and miniatures. Uh, weapons hang and adorn nearly every wall surface. No windows and plenty of lanterns lit along the walls. A few shelves packed tightly with scrolls dot the interior. Standing at the table is General Sanitar, a battle-tested female half-orc, not to be trifled with, but can sometimes show a slight sense of humor if the time is right. Eyeing you, as you enter her war room, General Sanitar says, Okay, team, we've called you here because we're starting to hear murmurs of a possible invasion from from the West. Uh, The king wishes to attempt diplomacy, but I have my doubts. Erring on the side of caution, I'm ordering a fortification of our western borders. There's one spot that still proves to be a weak link, the sea. Luckily, our records show an uninhabited island in a prime strategic location. Before we commit soldiers to building and fortifying that area, we need a team to uh, do some reconnaissance to make sure the island can sustain a small battalion. Uh, General Sanitar looks... Uh, for a particular scroll and unrolls it, reading it and distilling it to the party. Historical records indicate the island has been chronically uninhabited. Although a religious order showed interest in building a monastery atop the island's cliffs for uh, more austere adherence. adherence. The reports that followed show access and construction proved to be too difficult and finances ran dry during their attempts to colonize. No other claims have been laid. Notes from their initial surveys indicate lush flora and potential for small-scale agriculture, giving it the ability to support a long-term population of modest size. Some potential for resource mining, but nothing of extravagant value. That particular particular religious order didn't have the resources that we have in our war chest. If this place truly has lush flora, ag potential, and mining of any amount, we must take advantage as we cannot leave our people vulnerable. Go, explore, and report back. We'll send a boat to fetch you after about two weeks. That should provide you plenty of time. Yeah, I got my character. I know what I'm (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Okay, well, fuck me then. I can tell you. I I don't remember what Alex's was. What was Alex's? Uh, he's a professor. 
my character is not going to be professor. A little more interesting (laughs) characteristics. Yeah, you know, he's a professor. Similar to people. He's got uh, bones and some vines. I've got bones. Professor, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I I know his name now. It's Franklin Graves. Ooh, that's that's perfect. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to play a junk rat character. He's going to be a tinkerer. And he's just going to like throw shit together. Cool. Yeah, I'm coming up with the idea now. (laughs) Wait, is is the name uh, um, oh, uh, Mucky Muckbuckle? (laughs) It should be. Yeah, because Rhett, last time you were on an island. Yeah, that's true. You were a tinkerer. And his name was Bucky Muckbuckle. Yeah, Bucky Muckbuckle. Fucking idiot. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Bucky Muckfuckbuckle. His name was Carmelo. Fuck muck buckle. I might actually even play a rat. I mean, that could be kind of fun. Yeah, see, oh. that would be cool. I, you know, yeah, like Heroes Unlimited and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game has such cool rules for creating mutant animals to play. I just wish that D and D had like more for that. Yeah, I'll just be a shifter and then reskin it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably a good idea. So yeah. Uh, in a week, if you guys don't mind, I'll, because I want to have then, this, yeah. yep. I, I want to have it. There's my character to me, yeah, so I can good. maybe write some stuff in. <laughs> I'll t- I'll text you uh, a couple of questions tonight about my okay. character and cool. go from there. And uh, as far as backstory goes, it doesn't need to be super long. Just one triumph, one tragedy. Sweet, one triumph, cool. one tragedy. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, listeners, if you're playing along, hopefully uh, you have some good character ideas and let us know uh, on social media or wherever you get this podcast. Um, until next time, y'all, grab your sword and keep on adventuring. Sweet. Sweet. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Awesome.